With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
man, uh, you know, I, I personally, I was a fan, a, a huge fan uh, of the Sopranos. And plus, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be talking about some hot cards, his favorite cards. And of course, we always got the poetry um, in the second hour, you know. So, uh, buckle your seatbelts, and uh, it's going to be a wild ride, you know. So, um, well, now, James got a three, he was an actor, he was, uh, um, he was a producer. He was best known as Tony Soprano, uh, American Mafia, HBO, um, you know, born September 18th, 1961, in Westridge, New Jersey. And uh, when he uh, died in uh, 2013, momentally. But we're going to be celebrating the uh, life of James Catafini. Uh, we, and, and this is always, we always talk about uh, hot shows, you know. James, uh, do, you, do you know anything about the Sopranos? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with, uh, of course, Tony Soprano, his uh, his wife, son, daughter, uh, Uncle Pussy. I mean, few characters I am familiar with. Oh, uh, okay. Um, if you see a number a seven seven three, um, seven seven three, go ahead and uh, let her come through. That's Lady Flow. Okay. Lady Flow, you're on the line. Hey, what's up, Kane? What's up, Otto? How y'all doing? Oh, we are just driving as well, you know. Um, y'all got y'all got me perked yeah. up with that music. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, we're celebrating the life of uh, James Calafini, um, such a, a brilliant uh, actor. And, uh, you know, they said that on, on the set, well, I learned about him that, um, he was totally uh, different from the uh, from Tony Soprano. He was actually more of a nice guy, and he really had to put himself into Tony Soprano mm. because he was so different from him. Mm. You know, I, well, I'm that would definitely be something new to me because I don't know too much about. Uh, Tony Soprano, so um, definitely be very interesting to me to learn more. So that's what okay. I'm All right. Um, as I look at this article, just uh, right here, uh, there were mismatch. Like I was uh, alluding, alluding to, there were mismatch from the, the get-go. James Calafini was hulking, fearsome, and Wrestling with submerged rage and a grief. Uh, this story is from Kristen Stewart. It was uh, Kristen Stewart was a tiny, fragile, front false confidence as she spiraled into a self-destruction. At least those were their characters in Welcome to the Rollins in 2010. Okay, let's talk about some um, another. Uh, so that he was on. Um, let's see, 
Yes, and uh, it was Andy Drama starring her as a teenage stripper, prostitute, and him as a, the well-meaning but misguided father of a deceased child who thought he could try to save her instead. If you ever want to see this, uh, so what do you think about that article so far, uh, Lady Flo? Say that again, I don't... I was saying, what do you think about what I just read? I'm just going with the flow of it. I think that's, man, that's, that's something. Yeah, very I mean, he, yeah, he, he's really creative. I mean, you have to, if, I mean, you're playing, a, especially when you're playing a mob boss. And if you're, and if you're a tough person, you know, wouldn't hurt a fly, and you're playing a mob boss, or, or you're playing one of these uh, characters that, out of your character, I think that it, it really takes a genius to uh, portray that character. You know? That's a creative mind and a, definitely a self-starter, somebody who's not afraid to kind of self-initiate, be who they are. You know, you definitely, to you know, to raise the bar and, and be a person of power, and um, such as uh, Tony Soprano, I would say that you definitely have to be a person that believes in who you are. You know, right. and that's yeah, that's very important. You know, when um, you are out there uh, being like a leader, in my in my opinion, um, I've heard just a few things. I don't know a whole bunch about um, your subject, um, and but I would say that uh, from what I have heard, uh, he was a, a leader. So to be a leader, you definitely have to. Uh, Believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself yes. despite of, because you hear a whole bunch of stuff from other people about you. But when you are a leader, it, it takes, you have to have those things about yourself, um, and that's what makes leaders unique. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Um, you know, uh, you know, one thing I learned about, um, about James Cattafini, uh he was uh, in a, he was in the movie Fandango. Have you chance? Did you see Fandango? Have you have you ever seen Fandango? Uh, no, I'm unfamiliar with Fandango, but uh, I'm definitely find it interesting about uh, the background about Tony Soprano, and also what's up, Lady Flo? I ain't forget about you. Thanks for co-hosting with Auto here. What's up, Kane? Yes, yes, you know, we, we got a queen up in the building, yes, indeed. Yeah, that's what's up. You know, I'm, I'm multitasking. I'm driving like a boss out here. So I'm I'm pretty much doing um, a million and one things, but definitely if I didn't feel like I was able to do it, I wouldn't be doing it. So I definitely want to send shots out to driving like a boss because that's what I'm doing just about right now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we do. That's what we do. We got, you know. Hey, 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 Kane! You got that uh, that sound effect, uh, the uh, the engine, the engine effect. <laughs> you want the engine up? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, th- uh, these are the movies that uh, that he was in. Um, wow, he was in. Uh, He's been doing movies since 1993. He was in True uh, Romance, Crimson Tide, 
Um, get Shorty. Uh, Williamson, Chris Attai, he, he played Lieutenant Bobby Doherty. Uh, get Shorty, he was there. 12 Angry Men. He played in Night Falls on Manhattan uh, in 1997. In 1997, he played She's So Lovely. 1998, he played The Mighty. Uh, 2001, he played Down to Earth. Um, 2001, he played The Mexican. Another one, uh, in 2001, he played The Last Castle. He's a... Uh, uh, um, he played, uh, 2001, he played The Man Who Wasn't There. He played, uh, in 2004, Surviving Christmas. 2005, Be Cool. I've seen Be Cool. Um, 2006, All Kings of Men. 2007, Lonely Hearts. 2007, Romance and Cigarettes. 2009, In the Loop. 2009, the Taking of Pelham, one, two, three. I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh, you were familiar. Okay. Uh, 2009, Where the Wild Things Are. 2010, Welcome to the Rallies. Um, 2012, Killing Them Softly. 2013, Zero Dark thir- uh, 30. 2012, uh, Not Fade Away. 2000. 13, Escape from Planet Earth. 2013, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. 2013, Down the Shore. 2013, Rada and Daisy. 2013, Enough Said. 2014, Elaine Stretch Shoot Me. And his last movie was The Drop. Have you all seen any of the movies that I just mentioned? Twelve Angry Men. As a matter of fact, I love that that movie. Um, oh my goodness, that's a very complex uh, movie. Um, my good, it, it 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 pretty much it reflected around um, group teamwork. Um, it I would say that it was a lot of creative minds in this movie. Uh, it, it was a whole bunch. It was a big message within that movie that I, I just admired. Um, so I I am very familiar with Twelve Angry Men. And um, that is one of my favorite movies. I had to do that. I had to actually sit there and analyze that movie for um, a project that I had to work on in school. So I have saw 12 Angry Men. And um, that's something because I never um, noticed them in the movie. As a matter of fact, you know, we know people mainly by their face. So if I would see him, I'm sure I would know exactly who he is. So, yes, I have. I saw 12 Angry Men. Okay. Uh, Man, hold up. Y'all provoking my mind over here, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the, uh, the background and all that. But uh, I did recently see a movie with uh, the late Tony Soprano. Uh, you know, uh, I saw him in a movie where he was the owner of, uh, well, he was under, like, a, a outfit, a mafia outfit straight out of, uh, I think it was out of Russia. Yeah, the Russian mob. And uh, he okay, was... Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I forget the uh, the name of the movie, but it was him, and it was another guy who also played in the movie when he was bootlegging. Uh, it was like bootleg liquor or something. But uh, the movie itself, it was crazy. You know, uh, the, the guy, uh, partner in crime, he was so low-key. You know, you never 
knew what to expect from him. You know, you would think uh, Tony Soprano's character would be the key figure in it, but his partner was the one you had to look out for. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I, I would say though, definitely um, from what I see, uh, he was involved with a lot of action-packed uh, movies, uh, gangsters, mobsters. Uh, definitely uh, these were movies that would have you sitting at the edge of your seat. <laughs> <laughs> wondering what was next. And I love movies like that. You know, have me wondering what is next. I, I believe that's just a, the greatest thing in movies. And, and, you know, theater is, you know, you get people so engaged to where they're wondering what's happening next. And that keeps people coming back for more. So just adding that, adding that on to the conversation. Yes. Um, I I like to take a music break. Matter of fact, I like to welcome the Queen, uh, the Lady Flo, with uh, you know the the song with the uh, Kellys. I'm bossy because she draws like a boss, and I, I you know you know how it goes. The draws like a boss. Singing music for our ladies. Uh, I've been accused of being bossy too, but that's all right. I'm on up to that song. I'm bossy. Well, you that's, you, that's you my be song bossy to... right now. You be bossy as, as, as you want. <laughs> you be as bossy as you need to be. Ain't no shame in my game. I am bossy. I am definitely bossy. So <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> Remember how they, they stuck that needle in my back and then all of a sudden they removed those two screaming tumors? 
turned out they weren't tumors at all. They were babies, twins. Oh, my God. Apparently, Sergio, he sent him over to France to get an education or something like that. I'm not really sure. It's some sort of boarding school or whatever that he sent him to. So, you know, because he's, I mean, what a great father. But I don't know what their names are yet. But the good news is they'll be here tomorrow. Apparently, over there at the boarding school that they're in, something went wrong with the plumbing. So it's going to be two weeks. The place is going to be shut down for two weeks. So I'm going to meet my children for the first time, Ma. Can you believe that? I swear to God. I'll find out what their names are tomorrow. I swear to God. I hope they're good looking. If they look anything like their bastard father, they're going to be gorgeous. If they don't look anything like their bastard father, I'm going to have some explaining to do. But whatever. Oh, you know. so. <laughs> yes. Good fellas. Mm. 
Yeah, this is according to uh, Jimmy. Uh, uh, that uh, Johnny Wolf's speech uh, definitely need Jimmy's warning about not attracting attention from the airport cargo. The Jimmy doesn't mess around. <laughs> okay, nineteen forty-two packet Super Eight Bucksy. These are mafia mm-hmm. cards. Mm-hmm. You just don't see. You just don't see very many of these days. This car starring the warm daddy film Bugsy, based on the life notorious mobster Bugsy Siegel, who literally started Las Vegas. How does one evaluate a man's life who started something so magnificent but did a lot more questionable things along the way? Viva Las Vegas, yay, yay. Mm. Then you got 1972 Imperial Barn. If you if you want to check out this, uh, go to www.onalcylinders.com. That's the top of the line uh, car. Yeah, this is, uh, uh, you know about 1972 uh, Imperial uh, Barn? Uh, I heard a little something like that, <laughs> but I know they think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this mean streets of uh, one of the great sources first films in 1973, in addition to solid cast including Robert De Niro and Harvey Cattell. The movie also includes some cool cars, the Imperial, the Burn, it's our favorite of the bunch. This is a 1929 Buick, Road to Audition. Oh. It's a beautiful looking car right here. You know, I like classics. Um, while we didn't love this film as much, this from another source, y'all. While we didn't love this film as much as we wanted, there is no denying that the genius of Tom Hanks, and there is no denying that the entire movie just looked awesome visually. Some great scenes with this 1949 Buick certainly contributed. I, this is a 1968 Cadillac DeVille convertible. Now, do y'all like, do y'all like these uh, classic type cars? Man, I can imagine myself in a classic right now, and I can imagine how much they cost, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have, of course. Of course. Yes, uh, I, have a, I have a few friends that have um, uh, classics, and what I will say is that they do not make the cars today like they did then. They, the, the cars back then were, were made to, to last. Um, they were made to protect you as well. These cars today, I would pretty much say that they're made out of plastic because when you get into right. an accident, the whole car folds up on you. Right. And, See, and those no, cars, exactly. Those cars you know back then. That? Yeah. Yeah, those cars back then would get like a dent on there, <laughs> as opposed to those, the cars today. They just crush all together. The car is total. But if you have a classic car that something happened to it, it's just like a little dent there. So, man, that those cars are something. They, I believe they were definitely worth um, every penny that was spent on them. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> we got this uh, 19, 
Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we got this, uh, uh, I can't skip no cars. We got this, uh, 1968 video convertible. Uh, the movie was, uh, Brock's Tale. Y'all remember Brock's Tale? Can you remember Brock's Tale? Um, I remember seeing that movie. And, uh, so Cadillac must have been a fortune of the Italian American Mafia. If the cinema's accurate representation of how these gangsters roll, we can't say that we disapprove of their taste in automobiles. Then we got the uh nineteen forty Lincoln, the Godfather. Mm. Look away, children, look away, because no one but Brazini family was happy to see Sonny Cardione get whacked. Plus, you're not old enough to watch The Godfather. We don't want you seeing any spoilers. This is one of more iconic scenes in the most iconic mob film of all time. Hmm. You mean to tell me they had a car that they called The Godfather? No, the movie. No, it was in the movie Godfather. Oh, in the movie. Okay, I'm like, yeah, oh my god. Yeah, forty Lincoln. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. You, you see all? Have you seen all the Godfathers? Um, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure I have. Um, I can't envision them right now, but I'm sure I have. And you definitely make me want to go and look up cars because I, I love cars. I do. I'm a. Um, my goodness, I'm a big fan of fancy and beautiful cars. Um, old, antique, new. I just, I just love cars. Okay. I do love cars. All right, this is 1958. Brown Lane, Town, Sudan. This is uh, The Godfather Part 2. 19, what you, you know anything about 1984, Brown Lane, Town, Sudan? You know what? If you if you name the car, I, I probably couldn't tell you much about it at all. But if I saw the car, um, I would be able to say you know a little bit more. I I would have to probably uh, visually see this car. I don't I don't really know um, a lot about the cars by name, but when I see the cars, I can give a little bit more insight on them from my okay. you know from my understanding. All right. Well, uh, unlike Sonny Corleone assassination, the scene where Michael Corleone is driving to Hyman Roth's house in the second Godfather film, and definitely less important, but the car might be uh, proportionally more awesome. We're pretty sure we could get girlfriend. <laughs> wow, this is a wild <laughs> article right here. Uh, um said we could get girlfriends up in there. I'm like, you know, well, hey, let me ask you this. Before I get to the next car, let's okay. say I got a bag of car, right? I got a nice looking car. I see you walking, you know what I mean? I'm trying to holler at you, right? I'm mm-hmm. trying to holler at you. I'm like, what's up, babe? What's up? You walking, right? You don't got to be walking. You know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> why don't you come get a ride with me? And you say, Mm, I don't know you. Right, cut off. 
I like your car and everything, but I don't know you. <laughs> you know what? So some guys be looking for a woman to be and see if she a car hopper. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but you can, you can be dangerous too because you can be kidnapped. Yeah, well, some do well, it all the time. I mean, you got, definitely got some women out there that hop in that car with you. But um, with me, I def I, I want to know who you are first. So, you know, right. before I try to get in that car with you, I need to know sure. who you are and what's your character, you know? Uh, okay. But definitely. It, it, I mean, hey, it won't stop me from looking at the car because, once again, I'm a car lover. I love, I just love the beauty of cars. So if it was something that was well, attractive. I, 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 we need, need to have you on here more often then. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I, I love cars. I, I love the sight of um, especially luxury oh, and beautiful I need cars. To have you. I need to have you out here, like, uh, well, uh, 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 Olivia Porter White will be here next, uh, you know, next week. Um, okay. So, you know, um, but, yeah, you got to have the flow of, uh, of a lady driving the car with your head just got done, and, you know, this uh, car, this uh, car I talk about, this car... Was in the uh, casino. Hmm. It, uh, little known fact: Joe Pesci character Nicky Sotero, after driving the Monte Carlo out into the desert, meet with the ace played by De Niro, says F to the F word twenty-one times in two minutes. If you count months effort. Uh, he says one, two, three times. There's a YouTube clip. Oh, this is such a uh, funny article. I'm telling you. Wow. Um, got 19. Uh, do you agree? I think this is a hilarious article right here. Uh, you got one called uh, 1931 Buick Series 50 uh, in the Untouchables. Uh, a lot of these early 1930s era cards look the same, and there's no way, there's no way a bad thing. How gangster in this car is from the car chase uh, scene with gunshots and stuff. People were shooting at this car as savages. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, the gangster, the 1971. This car, this car is badass. I'm telling you. <laughs> 1971 Chevrolet Nova in Carlitos Way. We're thinking this might be the car on the list that could legit outrun some police and monetary value aside. It's certainly one of our favorites. I'm not making this up. This is one for you, Mr. G Gattafini, thank you for sharing your talents. Thank you for giving us Tony Soprano. We won't <laughs> fuck about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what's up, Otto. Wow. That, that yes. was very, very oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I feel like I got a new car on the way after hearing all that. <laughs> if you get this car right here, this, you said that this 1971 Chevrolet Nova can I won the police. Good, great salon. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a whole lot of people say, hey, look, man, I want a 1971 Chevrolet uh, Nova, man. So that way I can't never get pulled off by the police. 
You can't be a barricade, though. You can't be a barricade. If you're like Rambo, trying to drive through a barricade. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, when they, when they call on their radio. Mm. Take a picture break. Uh, wow. All right, all right. Auto, man. We do got Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer. He's on the line, but right now you do have a clip right here with James uh, Gandafini. I'm chopping his last name up. Yeah, Gandafini. <laughs> yeah, they call him Big Jimmy. We're going to call him Big Jimmy. We're going to call him Big Jimmy. <laughs> well, Big Jimmy, we got an interview with Big Jimmy on 60 Minutes. I mean, if y'all interested to play that clip. Yeah, play that clip. Mm. 60 Minutes, Rewind. I think The Sopranos, the reason The Sopranos is successful is, and I've said this before, is so well written. I mean, the writers, I will, you know, I don't think I've ever said this to most of the writers, because <laughs> I, I basically like to have a slightly adversarial, is that the word? <laughs> um, the relationship with them, but I think they're unbelievable. I mean, I, I sit there and read it and just go, Jesus Christ, it's so goddamn smart. And I, you know, I, I'm shocked by it all the time. And I'm very lucky to be in that position. Did you have any idea? When, <laughs> I know the, the first day was, you know, the barbecue and all these fat Italians. I'm looking around going, this will, you know, I'll be out of here. <laughs> this pilot and then, uh, I knew the writing was good. I knew it was very funny. Um, I didn't think it would, I thought it would find a small audience maybe, but. Everybody likes the show. I think. I'm sure not everybody. The people that don't like the show don't talk to you. <laughs> the people that like the show will come out. The people that don't are over there giving you the finger in the back of the plane. <laughs> you know whether or not you're going to survive the series? I don't mean Do I you, Gandolfini. I mean you, Tony Soprano. <laughs> no, I'll survive. Um, no. Do you care? Really? Uh, you know, there's other things in life. You inhabit the role. And you're telling me you have no personal feelings. James Gandolfini has no personal feelings as to whether or not Tony Soprano survives or gets whacked. No, if it's part of the story and it's time to go, it's time to go. Have a party and move on. Have so, you, I've had a good run, man. I'm fine. I've had a good run. Does this concern you that no matter what else you're going to play for the rest of your life, you're always going to be Tony Soprano? A, I can't do anything about it. <laughs> B, there are worse things to be associated with. C, I think eventually, you know, if you make the right choices, you can get around it. Um, so, I, you know, I try not to let it bother me. I mean, you know, I just move on. Well, when you recognize in the street more often than not that people say, hey, Mr. Gandolfini or hey, Mr. Soprano? Hey, Tony. <laughs> Back to you, Auto Mac. Wow. 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 <laughs> yeah, I actually saw the video of um, him about to get whacked. Um, and for the viewers, that means get killed. Get, uh, you know, get killed. Uh, 
I never thought that, you know, that Tony wouldn't, uh, I thought they'd be untouchable. Was it? No? Wow. I, I believe they set the pace for America because that's that mentality that definitely that uh, many Americans have is that, um, excuse my French, but that I don't give a fuck attitude. So he's like a role model to many. <laughs> Just based off of the mentality. Indeed, indeed. Those who are tuned into the show here, you know, welcome to Drive Like a Boss on DSR Radio. Hit Star 8. If you have any questions or input about the subject of the day, the late Tony Soprano, poetry will be on the show later on. Hit Star 8. If you want to get in queue, yes. And uh, when you do your poem, always say what you're driving at the end. All right. Next auto Mac, we got another clip for you, man. Uh, yeah, you got a clip straight from the Soprano series itself about Tony Soprano getting pulled over. Do you want to get into that clip? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? Wait. And I'm the one that doesn't fucking communicate. You want to know what's wrong? After 19 years of marriage, I, I find it very sad that we have to pay someone to teach us how to interact. You were all in favor. Calm down. Stop driving like a maniac. All right, maybe we'll fucking die. You think this is easy for me? Like being the new kid at school where everybody jumps down your throat every time you open your mouth. Who's picking on you? Just decide with everything you said. Oh, will you please? Sure, you'll have a good laugh about it the next time you're alone. Yeah. Registration and insurance card, please. You're in the township, right? I think I had dinner with your boss last week. Tony Soprano, would you please remove the license from the wallet? Do you know why I stopped you, sir? Yeah, I do. I'll tell you what. Why don't you and your wife have dinner? I'm me. And you can tell her about it. You offering me a bribe, sir? Of course not. You gotta relax a little. Would you uh, shut the engine, please, sir? Just out of curiosity. What happens if I don't feel like shutting the engine? Dispatch 582, request backup. Uh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. 
on the line. Misconception has a hand up and I'm bringing her in. Okay. Peace and love. How are you all? Oh, hey, we're doing just wonderful. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing, Misconception? Hey, I'm real good. Real good. Had to pop on through and make him rounds tonight. That's what's up. Absolutely. Want to stop in and show you guys some love. Mm-hmm. I, I came in on the soprano clips. I, f- I feel like I missed something. Are you? Do you all have a certain theme that you're going on tonight, or you're open? Um, I'm sorry. What was you saying? Well, Well, I'd just like to know um, a misconception. Uh, yes. Your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Tony Soprano? My thoughts on Tony, honey, I haven't watched The Sopranos in years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I so have not watched The Sopranos in years. Oh my goodness! I, I got opinions <laughs> about everything, though. <laughs> um, you know, I, I just I know that that was. Um, at the time, and I don't even know if it's still, you know, currently, you know, an influence because I know folks are always going back watching archive shows, you know, far back as Sopranos, Godfather, and all of that. So I just think that's, that the Sopranos fit in that category where, um, like Scarface and, you know, like I said, the Godfathers and, you know, all those different mafia shows, they did have a certain influence on people's frame of mind because they kind of thought of that as either the reality for that world or that kind of that neighborhood, that city, state, town, town, or something that they may have aspired to kind of get to because there's some glitz and glam. You know, you got folks doing what you want them to do. They're saying what you want them to say. They're agreeing. They're somewhat in fear. And, you know, you got this power thing going on. So everybody wants power. Um, so I just think that, you know, as far as, you know, Tony Soprano, the episodes itself, the the entire show, um, it, it left us at a cliffhanger because we don't know what happened or what, you know, would have been, could have been. So just kind of left us to our imagination at the end of things. Now, that I do remember, but, you know, no huge opinion. I just know that, you know, a lot of people, when they see that style of movie or that style of series, they kind of want to mimic it because it does have its own glitz and glam to it, you know, kind of missing the downside, but some caught it as well. So, you know, it's a two-sided thing. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, uh, Ms. Gisette, 
Yes. I like this. Can you tell, um, you know, tell the world, uh, tell the viewers before uh, we get real deep into this, uh, where they can uh, find you. And uh, same for um, Lady Flo. I am, this is a misconception responding. I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Ms. Conception, which is M-Z-C-O-N-C-E-P-T-I-O-N, Misconception, first name, then Poetess. So you can find me as Misconception Poetess, or you can run it all together and put at gmail.com behind it and shoot me an email. So I can be found Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and email. I'm everywhere. That's what's up. All right. You say you everywhere, huh? I'm everywhere. <laughs> I'm I'm from the Shire, but clearly I'm everywhere. I just bumped into somebody who I have no idea who they are, but they told me that they're from Tennessee and they know me. So oh, I wow. must be everywhere and I don't know where I'm at, but I'm everywhere. Scott <laughs> <laughs> walks up to me, he's like, you're a poet. But it's weird because I'm a block away from home. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Wow. And I don't know my neighbors, so yeah. And who well, are you? He's like, yeah, I'm from Tennessee. Yeah, right? <laughs> when you get like the- that, when everybody knows you and you don't know them, you you have to watch out. You definitely have to have, you may have to have your bodyguard at some point. You are not kidding. I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm uh, get my son and put him on board and tell him you got to watch your mama now. <laughs> watch your mama. That's right. Uh, that's uh, safe and sorry. Thanks, <laughs> uh, I'd like to tell the world where they can find you when we get to this poetry thing because we're almost close to it. You said, what can you find me? Yes. Okay. Uh, you can find me, Lady Flo the Poetess. I'm on Facebook. I have a fan page. Um, my profile page is Aisha Gendy Renee. For those who are not my friends, request me. Um, you can find me on SoundCloud, Lady Flo the Poetess. That's uh, Lady L A D Y D D A Flo F L O W. Um, Lady Flo the Poetess. And so if you if you Google you you should be able to pull me up as well, <laughs> and um, that that's the tag for for me if you want to find me, Lady Floater Poetess. Um, I also have a, a Gmail account, uh, Lady Floater Poetess at Gmail dot com. So um, for those who want to send out an email, um, that's me, Lady Floater Poetess. All right, all right, people. Yeah, we having all those uh, shout-outs, those emails right there. Misconceptions in the building. Lady Flo is in the building. We got Automac, the host, is in the building. Automac, we got another clip coming up, man, called Distortion and Family Dispute, man. Do you want to get into that next clip? Yeah, before we open up the, uh, when we start driving, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to get into this clip. And after this clip, we're going to go into the uh, the poetry portion of the show. Are y'all ready for that? Uh, All right.
Mahaffey does not have the money. What do you mean Mahaffey doesn't have the money? Mahaffey does not have the money. How can he not have the money? The man does not have the money. We ran the man over with the car, T himself. The man has no wiggle room. It's blood dry. So, uh, I hear that Junior wants to whack Pussy Bumpins, yeah. Pussy Bumpins. Well, little pussy. Yeah, little pussy. You think he's gonna fuck with big pussy? My pussy? Fendry. Stay with drinks on the house. All night. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So, uh, your uncle resents that you're the boss. The sadness of Cruz. Your uncle's had a hard on his whole life. First, he your father, his younger brother, because he was a made man before him. And now, you. So sure, he can't stomach you telling him what to do. Attention. I love the man. Man is driven in total by his insecurities. I feel bad I was the messenger. Your friend, uh, Artie, the restaurant. Get him out of town for three weeks. That way the restaurant closes. Did he have to go down someplace else? No wonder my old man kept you around so long. So what about this fucking Jews 250 on Mahaffey's hundreds? All right, Mahaffey is no business partner. You. These HMOs, they pay out millions of dollars every day to doctors, hospitals, whatever the fuck. That MRI had $2,000 a pop. We give this Mahaffey a choice. He that his company start paying out phony claims to fake clinics we set up.
Some of your friends, you gotta watch. That's the sad part. Yeah. Why you be looking for haters? Some of them be closer than you fucking think. They be right there with you. Some of them are clapping right now. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. They be hating quiet. They don't hate loud. They hate quiet. Like every time you say you're going to do something good with your life, they got to make a little noise, a little sound effect. They just, man, I'm going to get my shit together. They don't have no choice. They gotta hate. Jesus was perfect. He only had 12 friends. One of them was a hater. Sat right at the table with him. Jesus was cool. He ain't say nothing to him. I'd have been Jesus. I'd have fronted them all first chance I got. Did you gonna sit at my table, Judas? Put the water on the ground. Do you see me walking on water, Judas? Is now open. 
You know, uh, we got misconception on the line here. I guess she'll be going first. Uh, Lady Flo, if you want to participate, let us know. And okay. also we got Mr. Boston on the line in queue. Hey. All right. Just got to tell them what you're calling. Cue. You say what now? Go now? Or? Yeah, you go. You go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I am new to you guys, so. All right. Um, this piece is called Listen. I hear the voices cry. Over the years, the evolution has been stagnant as the movement to revolution is rampant. Moving so swiftly, the tide of time flows effortlessly, but ever so effectively. The voices have cried out in disbelief and an attempt to recover with still no relief. I hear the voices cry. Over the years, the solution has been stagnant. While the attempts have been made to mute and fade out the cries of propaganda, the constant retelling of communities in strife and resistance while the real occurrence are less frequent. But... The war cry they scream has brought a terroristic military-style policing and presence. Prepared to control population and further decrease resources, I've witnessed my own beloved. Friends like family depart homeland in participation of fight over oil and deceit, all coming back traumatically posted in a syndrome of defeat. I mean suffering from post-traumatic syndrome. Struggling to eat with a new fear from having a family to feed with still rising prices. I hear the voices cry. Over the years, assistance has been stagnant. While the racing rages of incoming generations come in with more strength and vigilance, newborns coming in with old spirits, spiritually ready to conquer success and challenge. Sometimes, being so distracted by painting the art of war, forgetting that the ability to create is the real talent. Sometimes trapping themselves in a shelter of chaos and havoc with a false sense of entitlement acquiring the wrong as they're training the gotta have it. Material, not historical or knowledgeable possessions is now the focus. And a false sense of reality through mixed message, mixed message is created and now the only sense of definition, declaring individuality, but in mixed company, blending in with the masses. Free marketing for the labels that denote fashionable but empty pockets, appearing to be superficial with no substance. I must admit, I'm willing to strive to resolve this, but stand in need of fellow soldiers who will combat this. I mean, some that are willing to open the channel, leading to the end of self-destruction. I hear the voices cry because the progress has been stagnant. Due to an interruption in the regularly scheduled program of lending in hand, we've been able to offer the witness accounts of sheer madness. Living in the lands of purge-filled mentality, forgetting the industry of film on occasion, presents us with a combination. Those imaginatives, covering reality. Believing we're so unconscious from the fragmented tears in our community that we'll miss the truth presented in oxymoronic bold subtleties. Because I hear the cries, I am sounding the alarm. It's time we reprogram and debrief the insanity. Take the advantage to awaken so that not only the quantity, but the quality of life will prolong. I hear the voices cry. Because the progress has been so stagnant, I now commit, yes, I fully commit, to influence change so that we may rightfully assume acquire, and expand righteous survival of our own. In this and in any nation, being willing to challenge others to bring on the embrace of each other, taking away the mass spread of desensitization, accepting the assignment to humanely protect and love all melanated creation, participating in an epidemic of peace to balance the polarity of life. As for far too long, it's been uneven. So as we shall rise, our energies elevate. They elevate to propel us to a more divine state. No longer will the voices cry in the distress of stagnance. But now, 
We shall be on one melody, on one accord, with one love, one light. From the shadow in the valley, we emerge reclaiming the value of life. That is the end of the thoughts that I had for that piece. And I'll get in and drive away in my 70 Chevelle SS big block and listen to the sound of my flow masters. Peace and love. That was hot. Wow. That was hot right there. That was yeah. very true. Thank you. That's what's up. I, I love that piece. Very creative, very engaging, straight on point. Straight on point, Miss Perception. I have to um, salute you for that one. I appreciate you. Thank you. Much love, sis. Much love, sis. I, I, I love that piece. Very creative. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, if you could stick around, uh, call you again. Um, you, know? you know what? If, if I'm going to try to stick around, but if I don't, I'll come back because I, I did make a promise to one of our youngsters, so I do have to show up for her, too. Oh, oh that's, you know, I, I commend you for that. I love that. You know. Thank you. Yes. Thanks for coming through and sharing that piece. That's what's up. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll hang out for a few, and then I'll uh, go pop over her way and then come back. Okay. All right. All right. Well, the uh, steering wheel, I believe, uh, is, will be um, ready for behind the steering wheel. Yes, I am still. I'm still driving like a boss. So uh, we had to come back to me. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to drop a piece. But um, come to me last. Okay, come we'll do last. that. Uh, uh, Joe, the my dancer, in? he's been holding on, or and Mr. Boston, we got. Um, yeah, we got Mr. Boston in the building. Oh yeah, I know he got some some. Uh, I know he got uh, something nice. <laughs> I know you said, I'll go ahead, you know. I'll, oh, God damn, we are on the drive like a boss on the DSR Fire Inc. Network. God damn, you know I had to come in here, man, driving your driveway, man. You know what I'm saying? You go, hey, that's all I got to say. What's going on, drive like a boss? Yes, yes, I know. What's happening? You got some powerful horse, power type poetry. I mean, this, this the poetry is that he has. It's a wild engine. It's gonna wake up everybody in the neighborhood. Damn, I, I'm mean, gonna, I, I yeah. better, I better, I better start, I better start my engine then, huh? Yeah, you gonna wake up people. You gonna wake, you got message to wake up everybody. That engine is wild. Mm-hmm. Man, wild. I, got, I got nitro, I got nitro up under mine, man. Every time I stop at a stop sign, I had to get on and repack the parachute. <laughs> wow. wow. You know, the uh, steering wheel is yours, and uh, I'm going to get that engine. I got that. I got. I got that new shit, man. I can drive my. I can drive my car, man, with my cell phone. <laughs> wow. Me too. Me too. I can second that one. 
I drive my shit. If I'm if I'm going if I'm if I'm going to a store two blocks away, I tell them I just talk to my phone, tell my phone, hey, I'm 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 going to the huge market two two miles away, and uh, it automatically pops the direction, stop signs and all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, I, do, I, I do have a question for you, uh, uh, Mr. Boss, Mr. Boss. Yeah. Did you yeah. watch Tony? Did you watch The Sopranos? Man, I don't. I do not watch TV. Oh, okay. What about movies? Do you go to the movies? Oh, I, I don't go to the movies. Every movie, every movie that come out at the movies, man, I have it a week after it come out. Oh, okay. Every single movie, I got a, I got a library here right now, man. I think I got over four thousand DVDs. Yeah, I need to come to your house and watch yeah. a movie. <laughs> yeah, you should, man. You should. Hey, I have a room. I have a room. I have a room in my apartment, man. It's just nothing but the TV, the DVD player, the music, and the computer. That's it. It's all this in there. That's it. So when I get when I when I get tired of hearing everybody else, when I get tired of hearing everybody else, I come in. I double dead bolt the door closed. If somebody knock, I don't answer. I don't answer no phones. I don't do nothing. I'm in here and I'm out in my movie time. That's me. Some with some Rickenbacker popcorn with double butter. Okay, you got the whole spot piece, uh, Mr. Boss. Oh man, you know I always come ready, man. You know I always right. come ready. I'm, the show is yours. Okay, the piece I think I'm going to do, if I can remember the whole entire piece, is called "Sins of Our Fathers: Reverse Annihilation of Black Humanity." Perhaps the lies are told for reasons, irreversible reasons. Reasons enough to kill, rape, and pillage, reverting the uncontrolled who fight against the caste system and to the prison system. The racial caste system has not ended. More African Americans are under the control of the criminal justice system. A system of social stratification of blacks, Jim Crow was the name of the racial caste system. The racial caste system didn't disappear. It's just been redesigned as the criminal justice system, an infection, a deep gash with racial bias. Comprehensive systems of racialized social control, perhaps humanity can be said to survive as to annihilate itself. As deeds of self serving with political knives and shotguns, to be used as an instrument of dealing with inferior races that the code of liberty are what is output of a vile Bible society. As I still stand on a very different stage of systematic extermination, serving an Anglo-Saxon breed from being a nation. We, a half-breed that justifies slavery as religion, or how well we believe the strategy saved them when they continue to kill ourselves as they do the rest of the world in a systematic process of supply and demand and claim with political policy that the rest of the world is lazy, yet create victims of kidnappers, untold sexual abuse, elitist men who outwardly showed up righteous but vilely contradicted. It is the depravity of the helpless behind closed doors. Mm-mm-mm. These are the sins of our fathers who I ceremoniously transformed America into a subtle look how they do our children in this racial caste system that still exists today in twisted morality, spirituality, yet a reality beyond the professions of love, of liberty, and freedom. Nothing else is admirable to the invader. Those of society known for wearing the mask of piety 
and faith that control the government inside out but committed to immortality, immorality, and debauchery, and their ancestors who failed to believe their family truth, the sins of our father's truth, unrecorded, never fully told about this profligated, debauched people, fueled by the slave trade and the professions of religion, taught them how to refine and be ever more sinful. But between sinner and Satan, hypocrites firmly in the hands of Satan, rude and despicable, downright disrespectful, they are and where the sins of our founding fathers continue to be birthed time and time again. So I cruise into the fray like a tank in my gold drop top 69 caddy in peace. I got it, Jack. Can I get a room room on that? That's Wow, you know, and misconception did awesome, phenomenal job. Um, that was an awesome piece, and Mr. Barcelona, I told you we were going to wake up the whole neighborhood. I knew it, you were going to wake up. I, I told you, look, every time we drive through a neighborhood, they were like, oh, man, well, we ain't getting no sleep now because this car going to be loud. I don't know where he has his ride. But he just, I can't go, I can't get any sleep. I'm driving to the way, bro. I'm, I, I'm driving to the way. Yeah, I'm driving to the white neighborhoods, man, waking them all up. I'm going to make sure they ass don't never sleep no more. Wow. <laughs> wow. Are, are you going to uh, hang around? Yeah, I'm going to be here for a minute, man. I'm, 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 I'm on the, um, I'm on I'm I'm on the computer, man. Uh, you know I'm sending out some invitations for my my graduation uh, for the fifteenth, so I'm here. I'm here. Oh man, congratulations, man! And uh, 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 keep us posted, man, because you know it's all about support. Support for yes, one another. You know, I work long and hard from this coming coming from you know uh, getting out of the system. You know, it'd be Five years, five years tomorrow that I've been off paper. You know, um, it's a great thing that you know being being uh, sentenced to 460 months in the federal penitentiary and then beat them at their own game because I went into the law library and and got them got them like they got me. And you know, it's a beautiful thing. You know, to be able to excel. You know, uh, and be able to get a degree. Uh, and use a degree to help my people, you know, um, because I'm getting That's a degree. Yeah, I'm getting a degree in clinical social work and mental health. So, you know, it's a beautiful thing, you know. Beautiful. Okay. Um, Dane, uh, you say Joe, the verbal mind dancer, is, in, is, is he in the building? Uh, no, we don't have Joe in the building right now, but we do have. Jersey on the line. Jersey, if you want to get into the Lyrical Engine Poetry Shop, hit star eight on your phone to contribute to a piece, and uh, we'll bring you in here. Jersey. Okay. Um, I might have to end up doing a poem right now, you know. Um, Hold up. We got Jersey on the line right now. Do you know who this is? Hello? Yes. 
I want to uh, say something real quick. Um, um, I'm not going to elaborate on it, but I just want to say something real quick. I want to say that um, I hope that uh, as people can see that, um, you know, if you see my profile pic, Freddie Gray, and my timeline, I'm hoping that uh, that there'll be justice uh, for uh, for young people in Baltimore, and I'm I'm hoping for peace in Baltimore, and that uh, there comes such a time that you know that there'll be accountability, and there would there would never have to be a rage of uh, anger to uh, demonstrate how frustrating it is to not get an indictment on uh, a crooked uh, police officer. Um, if anybody would like to say something real quick about Baltimore, a uh, brief, like a brief statement, um, you know, because I, w- I want you to be with your poetry, but I just thought that, um, you know, just, uh, I'm just hoping for peace, you know, um, and that the message is, is, is clear that we're not taking it anymore. Hello? Hello? Yeah. That's it. Hello, Otto, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, I can hear you. If anybody would like to make a brief statement uh, of, of for the, uh, you know, very brief statement, you want to, don't want to take away from the poetry, just a quick statement, how you feel about Baltimore. Uh, I, you know, I just saw that we uh, just make a brief statement. What's going on with Baltimore? Um, well, yeah. you know, it's it's um it's definitely a sad situation. Um, you know, and um with them looting and stuff like that, definitely, it doesn't have anything to do with with um, you know, with the with the death of um the young man. Um, what's his name? Is it Gray? What's his first name? Yeah, the same as the young man was Freddie Gray, and right. nobody knows what happened to him. Wow, you know, and there's a lot of that that's going on. We're hearing about it more rapidly, and you know, um, as far as this police situation with black men, um, you know, it it is it, it is definitely real sad um, because, you know, I would say it's a question of humanity. You know, you don't have um, any care for another person's life. Um, I think that's that is a sad thing, and what go around come around, indeed. And um, in my opinion, definitely the people are very tired of this this same situation happening because it seems like these authority figures are are um, misappropriating their authority and their power, and it seems like they're they're constantly getting away with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're getting away with this stuff with black men, and you know, the outburst from the crowd. And it's looting and messing up business and stuff like that. That's not making things any better, you know, because these are the stores that's located within their neighborhoods and stuff. All they're doing is just messing up what's going on in their neighborhood. Now, if they're not black-owned, you know, that's not the people's fault because it's not black-owned business. But these are still these business that's located within their neighborhoods that's catering to the people that live in that area. So if you turn up business and stuff in your your neighborhood. You may have to hop in a car and drive away to even get to a, a store. So you you knock out your own right. business. Right, you know right. What I mean? uh, um, 
Okay. It, um, I, I want to cut you off because I, you know, I want to make it. I want everybody to be able to do a poem. Um, Jane, uh, uh, would you like to add, you know, a brief statement on what you how you feel about Baltimore? Yes, 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 I do. I mean, uh, let's see here. First up, the uh, the gentleman, young guy who lost his life. I mean, I actually saw that video. You know, I saw the guy being dragged away to the uh, the vehicle that they was taking him, uh, putting him in the vehicle to go to the hospital, and I thought it was crazy the fact of how healthy he was before he entered the video, uh, the vehicle and then ended up in the hospital, all bandaged up with a neck brace, I mean, a body cast, and his face all wrapped up. I mean, to me, they went to work on him in that vehicle, you know, where all the cameras couldn't see what happened. And as uh, far as the riots, I understand where everybody's coming from. You know, they're mad, they're getting sick and tired of all these uh, these cops, uh, you know, killing a bunch of you know, black men out there, you know, uh, uh, lives and all that. You know, it's a lot of that going on. You know, there's a lot of stupidity out there with people who don't understand the situation. A lot of people, you know, just join in when they see chaos happening. I mean, know what's going on before you just join in on something. You know, right. and as far as the riots, I mean, you you basically destroying your own neighborhood. You know, you go to that, you know, uh, you stop rioting, <clears throat> excuse me, you stop rioting that uh, that yesterday, and then the day after that, you're going back to the same store you just rioted at, trying to make a purchase. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, it's, it's really stupid if you think about it. I mean, you're destroying mm-hmm. places where you actually go on a daily basis in your life, then you turn around and cause all that destruction. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually see people attacking fire engines and trucks trying to stop the mayhem. You're lighting people's cars on fire. How you know if the car you're lighting on fire belongs to a cop? Shit, that could have been one of your relatives, and you mm-hmm. lit that car on fire. That's right, right. It's just yeah. getting out of hand, and and the thing, the thing about it is that um, when when people get so angry, and I'm not I'm not condoning what's going on, but when people get so angry, they're not able. They don't think. They're not thinking. They're just angry. They're just mm-hmm. angry, um, and they just don't care. It's just like. Uh, I, I'm not, and I'm not condoning. I, I want everything to be peaceful, but uh, because I, I've been out of character uh, before, you know, I, um, done something where you know I wasn't proud. I, I got um, anger, you know, angry, and I was about to do something I normally don't do. Um, the thing about it, uh, you know, um, what would what would help? is that justice being served in the courtroom, you know? Um, it's, it's, and we need these young people. We have power. We don't have to destroy a neighborhood. We can shut everything down, like like the boycott, like we shut 
Alabama bust down, we can shut everything down. We have the power, and we have a responsibility with that power. You know, I, I, I want them to be mad, but I want them to use the anger in the right way. Don't 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 settle for, you know, uh, a cop killing a young man, and um, and it's okay. It's not okay. Hello. Exactly. Exactly. It's not okay. Like I said. You know, uh, my main thing is you tearing up your own neighborhood and then you go back the next couple of days, you don't have nothing left. You got to go out to further areas, spend all your gas money, uh, bus fare and all that to find another place to get supplies from so you can survive. Right. And it's going to take a lot of money to to build up uh, Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. Baltimore... To me, Baltimore was already needed money. Baltimore looked like some of Baltimore looked like slums. You ever go to Baltimore? I've been to Baltimore. So, and with that being said, I like to do this phone call, talk through a war. Hmm. Let's go. All right. Yeah. So wow. Died in these streets. So many businesses are wrecked. So many people hurt the property. We must find of the ignorance. So many police cars destroyed, but not every cry ever heard. So the word used with brutal force. News only show what they want us to see. Discourage the young to do right. Be strong-minded. Powerful, never impossible. I understand the anger of them. Fire, rage, earthquake, the mind of the tired. Not taking it anymore. Release the ambition. Drive through the war. I saw the cautious sign. When the world's not listening, battle increases. Anger is dangerous. Road ahead. So furious, the words conquered the territory. Memories became that dangerous territory. This is the result in here. It's on a serious note. They hunger in the streets for justice. The blood penetrating the ground so they walk on. The emergency, the anger became a thunderstorm. Anger took over the mind, ferocious views. The news, you can see the frustration become heat. You do not get trapped in the mind of the racist devils. I mean, youth do not get trapped in the mind of the racist devils. Justify for what they do, the real crooks. Be angry. Use the anger to shut everything down. Now they hear the drilling of the American economy. Gear to gear. See the frustration on both sides. Drive through a war. We are now prepared. Maybe this could have been prevented, maybe not. Never know because justice was never settled in the courtroom. This automatic carries my theoretical engine. Drive through the war. The fire ignited. You have now been invited to the revolution. Tell me I'll wrap me up. Just go to finish a lot. In peace. Um, I'm driving. I know. <laughs> I'm driving a uh, Lincoln Navigator. What you think about that piece, Lady Flo? Man, that piece was hot. 
hot, fresh dope. Man, it spoke. It, it told a story. It definitely told a story with meaning. Very engaging. Very engaged and powerful. I love that piece. That Thank was you. Very Thank profound. You. Yes. And you, you, you know, you got a lot of pieces like that, um, Otto. So I, I, I definitely, I love, love when you, when you write, you, um, you bring things with a lot of meaning, um, or you are one that bring things with a lot of meaning, and um, that's what we need today. We, we, we need to have our conscience awaken. You know, a lot of people are just here, and a lot of people are lost. If you want to hear the truth, and right. um, as being poets, I know that we have the opportunity to to select and choose the choice of our words, and we can use those words to build up one another and bring awareness and consciousness. You know, some people feel like, you know, what, what can a poet do with just bringing words? Well, words are power. You know, if you bring the right words together, you know, to highlight certain things that's going on or even to share your personal experience, you know, you can go a long ways with people because people are looking for answers. And um, we have them within our words. Yes. And that's what's up. <laughs> yes, that's yes, yes. Up. Yes. Um, and that's that's why I wanted everybody's input on the uh, Baltimore situation before I did that piece. Um, that piece is, uh, uh, you know, when I wrote it, you know, I, I'm just so concerned about the young people. I wasn't really concerned about uh, the, the property damage as much as I'm concerned about the young people um, because now it, it almost specifies to the point of, yeah, this is why we keep shooting them. We shoot them. Look, they have a, act like a bunch of apes. That's why we shoot them, you know, and everybody want to give them like a, a medal of honor, you know, oh, you just shot another black man, you know. So it is just uh we we live in difficult times where uh you know and it seems like there's no justice, you know, just us. It's like that uh poem that you did, America with the KKK, you know. Um that's one of my favorites from you, uh, Lady Flo, because I think that poem right there is so uh, it just tells the story of what's actually going on today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Jane has those uh, powerful pieces about that, that uh, you know, that displays what's going on, uh, you know? Yeah, I, I, I have definitely, I got a, um, a piece I want to share. As a matter of fact, um, it goes along the lines of um, similar to America, I would say. Um, I got a piece, and I know um, some have heard this piece. It's called In the Eyes of Jealousy. I, and, and the reason why I want to share it is because, you know, jealousy falls along the line of hatred, you know. And that hatred can be uh, a form of self-hatred as well. That's what I'm seeing that's going on, a lot of self-hatred. Um, what I see today in our society, whether it be uh, direct words from our leaders or just their nonverbal, uh, nonverbal language. 
uh, that message is being sent out a lot, that, that hate, that hating spirit, that jealousy. And whether we know it or not, it's causing a, like a divide and a conquer amongst the people. And um, whether we realize it or not, we need one another to make it, you know. And if we're divided, we can't do much of anything. We're running around and we feel like everybody hating on us, but yet we all on the same boat. No one gets anywhere because, first of all, we don't have enough trust to move to the next level with one another. You got somebody, that's why we have so many different churches on one block. I don't know how it is in the state where you live, but where I live, we have three or four churches on the same block. Why can't you just come together and have one big church and come together and, and have uh, one big business where everybody come together and make jobs for one another and, and things of that matter. Everybody has to be their own boss. And, and I think it's a yeah. sad you know, and it's about caring for one another. I th- with this, uh, with that situation uh, that you just mentioned uh, earlier with um, the young man uh, Gray. Well, I feel like I feel like um, in a, in a certain ex- to a certain extent that God is allowing that to happen so we can come more together as a people. We we're just too far apart. Um, one thing that I noticed, which is a difference from when our ancestors was coming together. Um, when slavery was here. Today we don't even have slavery and we can't come together. They has they were in some in, in such a the worst slavery ever recorded in history. But that caused them to come together. And I hope that it never gets to a point like that where we have to come up under uh strenuous conditions like that for us to have a heart for one another. I believe that overall what it is it's about us the love that we need to have for one another, in which I feel what we have gained, what our ancestors did gain from slavery here in, in America, I believe we have lost grip of that. We have lost right. grip that our ancestors were pioneers. You know, <laughs> it, they helped to, yeah, they helped to build America. So with that being said, I want to share in the eyes of jealousy. All right. The stairwell is yours. Once again, the title is In the Eyes of Jealousy. The battlefield is on the brain. I feel like I need to testify to rekindle the innocence of being naive. Full of life, I witnessed the insight of childlike eyes reaching out for a peace of mind. The wonders of the adversary ain't truth. It's realizing represents an untold story twisted with massive lies. Jealousy. You work around the clock. You never sleep. You move with ease to victimize and recruit weak minds and those with low self-esteem. Don't you know that people make the world go around? You instigate and cause people to see only the worst in each other. You often rob the joy of every man, woman, boy, and girl, leaving no desire in the hearts of men to share quality time, to share sincere compliments, and to acknowledge the achievements and great acts from all mankind. Heck, you do a good job of counting out those who are conscious of your ways, but you move forward quickly to separate and ostracize, leaving few witnesses behind. You turn people on and off. You appear to be a good friend to many, but you don't fool me. You are never good for me. When you speak of me, give an update on the progress of my repair, not despair, jealousy. You hate unity among people joining together for a good cause under one nation to build a great sense of community. Don't you know that your time is limited, soon to be forfeited? But you don't care just as long as you spread the message like germs in the air. You like misery. To exist, you must have the presence of others by your side. Around here, you have helped to destroy an entire village. Kids are far from innocent and learn to love your way all too soon. We greet by shaking hands, but 
just can't try to not to be friends. Don't get too close to me and expect me to behave. Can't you see that we are tired of your low-class abuse, giving little to no jobs, low wages, high crimes, minimal benefits, and mental sicknesses with tons of excuses? We the people must revisit our value system to destroy you. Only if we dig up your grave and pull you up from the roots, we then can move beyond the existence to live life like every other breathing organism. Actions speak louder than words. Practice what you preach and put your money where your mouth. Dig in the pocket. If it's empty, there's a message, maybe negative. So grab that seat and rethink the hell with jealousy. It will get you no damn where. And that's that piece. It's all right there. I love that right there. I love that. It's, it's, it, we need that. We need more unity. So yes. And, and, unity. and uh, you know what? what? Uh, I, I haven't had, I, I didn't hear a piece of, you know what? She can't do a lot of driving, but I ain't hear his engine go off yet. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, I'm calling, I'm calling, I'm calling the CEO out. I'm calling him out. I don't want to say this. I want to say this real quick before Kane speak. When I speak of jealousy, I'm not speaking of jealousy from a selfish perspective. We wear that word out too much. Everybody running around with their head up high, feeling like everybody's jealous. Well, it's not a good thing to be a recipient of someone being jealous of you or the person that's being jealous because everyone loses when jealousy is involved. So I wanted to let you know, when I did speak of that, that, that piece, I hope that everyone found the meaning that when I spoke of jealousy, it's not that I'm walking around um, superficial or vain, speaking of that, oh, you know, woe is me, or I, I'm the one highlighted to be jealous, you know, jealous of. Right, it's, right, right, that. Right. it's me trying to educate on this is what keeps people from trusting one another. This is why we can't do anything with one another, not communities or none of that. And once again, divided we stick, together we stand, but divided we fall, and that's what's going on with all the issues that's going on around us. We have a lack of love, and it'd be a lack of everything else when you have things like jealousy and hatred in which they are in the same family. When you have things like that involved, you're going to have separation. So that, that was the point of me bringing up that piece. It was nothing personal. Lady Flo, yeah, I mean, I can relate to that. I definitely 
know about jealousy, I know about uh negativity, you know, hating. I mean yeah. all crosses those lines. So I mean you uh you hit some deep points right there. You know. Thank thank you, Kane. I just want the message. You know, sometimes we miss the message. You know, we look at things shallow and it's it's a bigger and a deeper message to things when you bring it forth, if you really get the message, sometimes when we marinate on it, it can really solve problems that we may be having. And that was my yeah. whole point. Um, I, well, we're getting close to the end. And I'd like to hear a piece of Kay. I'm uh, finished. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 you know, you know, Lady, Lady Fly, you know, I love to listen to you. I want just, well, I just want to make sure that uh, I'd like to hear a piece of Kay from the CEO. And uh, I just want to make sure that if anybody is on the line with their hands up, that they get, that everybody get a chance to be heard. Thanks, Otto. I'm glad you enjoyed that piece. That's what's up. Yeah. I hope you come back too. You know, this ain't your last visit. <laughs> you know, if I, if, you know. Uh, all right. Without further ado, I got this piece for y'all. Hopefully, and uh. Relates to everything that's going down. Lady Flo, I don't know if she ever heard it before. It's called It's Corporate America. Mm. Are y'all ready? Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Corporate America. Forever behind the scenes, pulling the strings. Y'all yelling the government is all bullshit, but who's passing out checks? Money orders, unmarked envelopes full of cash. Got the officials' pockets all lined up under control. Will I disappear from my voice I use to reopen your eyes? Yeah, I gotta agree with Automac. Drive like a boss and lady flow. As they can't wait to stand back and let us choke. Drowning drugs in your life, sniffing on dope. Black on black war is what they want. Let's rob more convenience stores down the street from where you live to prove their point. Am I the words of reason, sort? No, I'm the guy pointing out what you're thinking, but choose not to accept. Too concerned with your rep. Need to alter your mindset. Expand your concept. Suits in the dark hand. And I'll put in names they say need to be red marked. Let's lay out distractions. Toss of Ebola disappeared out of nowhere. We still don't know what happened. Next unnamed children's virus, where the hell did it come from? Hold up, they thought we forgot people act like zombies. I mean, was that a virus? Yeah, let's put that on wraps. So many diseases out of nowhere, them mysteriously disappears. They even call insight as the rich buy tickets on a spaceship to find another livable planet. Real talk, this is no joke. Abandon this planet. Leave us, a.k.a. the riffraff, here and go fuck up another planet. I wonder, did the riffraff create the pollution that fucked up the ozone? Amber little no franchises, do you know what you consume? Even the marks of starting their hair could be doom and gloom. Let me take a minute and start reading the agreements on the back of what I purchase. Keep one of us from being dumb files. They cross their fingers. Want us to stop trying to scratch the surface. Don't want us to have purpose. As Dr. King, they for our dreams, corporate America forever want us to get lost in their schemes. I refuse to become the American fiend. Don't get me wrong. I love the fact that I am an African-American. But if we don't continue to see these phantom chains, then corporate America will continue to warp our brains. It is corporate America, and that is DSR all day. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
and peace. Yes, all day. Oh, wow. Uh, um, wow. Yeah, yeah. He got, you know, he got poetry. Like, it's itching. He wrapped up high. Kane, Kane, you know what? And I'm proud of Kane. Kane uh, did his poetry uh, from a crowd. Um, he's, you know, he's working on that. Um, um, man, I, I, I saw him perform, and it was just, you know, Amazing, man. I, I mean, you doing you 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 bossing it, man. You RTO, you bossing it. Um, and uh, 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 and it's people like you that have inspired me uh, uh, to do something as well. You know, um, I like to uh, shout out and tell everybody what I'm doing. Um, you know, uh, tomorrow uh, you check me out um, on. Uh, HCR with uh, Sweet Tea. Sweet Tea is going to be the host. I'll be the co-host on Kings and Queens. Uh, we are bringing our VPE network uh, June in June. The world is going to be in May, but that's made too soon. Looking for uh, people um, who want to make a difference. Uh, if you want to make a difference, you can uh, give me a shout-out. Call um, uh, me. Email me uh, uh, at... Uh, Eight seven zero VPE network at gmail dot com. You know, and um, just bring your format and and uh, how you want your show to be like. And uh, you know, so you got a month. You got a month. Uh, I want to give people time to you know, so they can be creative. Uh, it's all about making a difference to me. It's not about. Uh, who has the most shine and who's better than who. And if you, I want people that want to make a difference. I don't, I don't care about being the best, being the best, you know, be the best that you could be as far as supporting one another, loving one another, and respecting one another. Be that best. Don't try to say, oh, I'm all, you know. Uh, that's one thing I like about DSR. We are here to try to embrace one another, show love to one another, and try to, you know, just uh, uh, put out the word out there. And, you know, Epiphany and BSR and all those uh, networks, uh, One Positive Way, um, People Fridays, you know, and it's all about coming together, like Lady Flora said, and bringing a message to, you know, Let's go ahead and join together for a worthy cause because that's what it's all about. That's how you become boss minded. Boss minded is uh, being brilliant, outstanding, sensational, and superior. That's boss minded. And when we combine that together and when we unite, we have something wonderful. There you have it. Right now we got uh, South Jersey's on the line. I think uh, Poetic Soul want to get back in the mix. Oh yeah, yeah. Bring, bring them back in. Uh, bring them back I, I in. Did, I did have yeah. a comment for um, for change, uh, peace, but I I'll wait. I'll wait. Oh yeah, yeah. Cold and overtime. Um, it does, you know, bring them back in. Uh, I can wait. Enough, peace. And our thoughts of Baltimore. Thoughts of Baltimore, please. Okay. Yes, I um I did come back in. Um, Kane, you know I love your work. 
when you actually stood on the mic. And I did want to do another piece. Yes. Uh, real quick, if you could just do one free statement. If sure. You, I have no if problem. If you want to see something to Baltimore. Yes. And then just do your piece. And, and of course, what you're driving. Okay. Right, right. And uh, Poetic Saw, I just want to say real quick, thanks for that. We appreciate you supporting. Thank you. Yeah. So y'all want me to do the piece for Baltimore? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, just say how you feel about Baltimore in a brief, uh, you know, brief, and then you get, because I don't want to take away too much from your poetry, you know, just how you feel about Baltimore, how you feel, it just, how do you feel? And you know what? The thing is, that was the piece I was going to do. It has to do with um, the Baltimore riots and how I felt about it. Okay, that's cool then. Okay, and this is, um, there's another type. This is also, well, you can't see what I wrote, but it's like a type of poetry. It's called Fibonacci poetry. So I did it to the Fibonacci um, form, and it was basically about the Baltimore riot, and I can, I can read it to you. Thank you. Stop. Look what we created. Once again with our race. Another disgrace? Why now with our youth? Emotional? Because this is the truth. When will we learn to look ahead? Another black man dead? Because we try not to be who we are. A unit? But once you unite the way we are doing this? This is not right. I believe in get up, stand up for what we believe. So let us find other ways so we can save our city today. When it stop the violence going to come to proof, now violence is more with our youth. This is another is a, is a shame. Another city will represent a bad name. Ending peace. Love that piece. Love it. Uh, yeah, I just... Wow. Thank you. What, what do you think about that piece, uh, uh, Lady Flo? Very powerful, profound, um, very engaging, very down-to-earth. It's what's going on. Is what's happening. Um, you said it with a lot of passion, and um, it was very heartfelt. I enjoyed listening to that piece and keep being encouraged to keep sharing that piece. Thank you. Many people need to hear that reality. Yeah, and every time I look, because of where I am from, um, there, every time I look around, there is also, it's not about, I won't say, like you said earlier, poetic flow, it's not really about the black men or white men or whatever. It's just so much of our young youth doing so much harm, so much hatred towards each other. And, yes. it's, and when they hear my cities, they're like, oh, how do you live there? And I'm like, I lived there all my life. I'm not scared. But I'm actually more scared of my youth because I have a young son who's nine years old, and I'm like, dang, I really don't want him to be raised out of these streets, but at the same time, it's reality. He will be raised, He will, you know, and as a mother, I teach him everything that I know, because when he asks me something, I know a lot of people will disagree with it, 
I will answer him no matter what it is. And they're looking at me like, why did you answer that? Because he's going to ask. I'd rather him ask. And this is another thing with our youth, too. Parents don't really want to talk to their kids, so the street talks to their kids. But mm-hmm. then parents, parents get to the point where I can't believe the street told my kid this, which as a parent you have to open up and say, look, this is what it really is. Because if not, you're going to lose your kid to the streets. Right, right. That's true. Yes. Very true. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Oh, I, oh, I want to know what car you driving uh, after that. After that, uh, probably need some with with some strength. I was driving a Cadillac at this time. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, lady bag type car. <laughs> oh wow! Anybody else for drive for uh? uh they from I, I believe that you said that you wanted to uh, do another piece. Uh, I know no, I wasn't saying I wanted to do another piece. I had wanted to comment. I didn't get a chance to comment on um, Kane's uh, corporate America. I have a few. Oh, words. okay. Okay, uh, I, I apologize for that. Um, yeah, that's that's okay. I'm just trying to remember. I'm trying to think what I had to say because I slipped my mind. But basically, I just you know it was a powerful piece. Definitely. Um, and and it sounded like it was a prophecy to me because um, when, when I remember when uh, Kane first came out with Corporate America, that's before a lot of things hit the fan, you know, that's been hitting the fan when it comes down to uh, what's going on with our people and what's going on around the world. So I look at that piece as being very strong, powerful, and also um, being a prophecy, you know, that he was speaking about things that, was to come, you know, so he spoke about a lot of stuff that had not happened and had not became so apparent to the, the mass of people. Um, and I just wanted to say he just reached up, gripped reality, and pulled it down to earth. And um, very strong words, and we need to continue to hear stuff like that because words like that is empowering. It's very empowering, and we need to empower one another, especially today. The mind, uh, I do believe the mind is a terrible thing to waste, and Many of people today, they're walking around, they have a lot of stuff on their mind. People have hurt hearts today, and the only thing that will reach them today, in my opinion, is the words, is the words and the love that come along with it. So we just can't speak something. We got to practice what we preach. You know, you say one thing, but you do something different. It makes it very hard for a person to believe it. But, um, you know, I salute you, um, Cain, for that piece. Um, every time I hear that piece, um, it, it sends out a strong message, and I, and I can feel it. And that's it. And and that's that's all I have to say. <laughs> hey, right. hey, Eddie Flow, I respect your response right there. I I just want to say with Lady Flow, um, she helps me out with uh, a page called "Enough Is Enough" and in domestic violence. Um, and I, I just want and you know what she's not even talking about. But she does, and I'm gonna go ahead and just bring it, bring it out. This lady right here um, helps out the youth uh, um, and within um, our community. She reaches out to people. She helps out a lot of people, uh, uh, creating um, programs, and uh, she really reaches out to the youth. Uh, uh, one of the most loving people that you ever talk to, and uh, just encourage, just want to see people with a life of purpose. That's and that and um 
And the one thing that she loves is the uh, uh, talking about domestic violence. And um, she is an admin on uh, Enough is Enough and in domestic violence. And so I have this domestic violence piece that I want to do. Um, and just to just to show um, you know, my appreciation for, for what you do in there. I know you've been busy. I know you have been able to post a lot. But this is my appreciation for what you have done for uh, Enough is Enough and then uh, Domestic Violence. This is a domestic violence type poem called Tears Became Rain. All right. Brushing down the Akan roads, beating down to a prison, she became in a, in a cage called torture, except the words of death. Open your eyes, see the light. The light is bright. Be beautiful, never be a disgrace to his words. Be free, bring out your value. Never be chained with scars. Bleeding lips strip the blood. Her eyes became dark like the night. Her memories ache her heart to sleepless nights. Tears became rain flooding over, down the tears in the alley, reaching in the village of victims. Tears are flooding for cry for help. She hits him. He never touches her. Thunderstorm waking up the madness, erupting the sour taste of being with her. She punches him, but he loves her. He seals himself from her hate. She tries to stab him. The air releases. The pain releasing, haunted by her. He wakes up to a nightmare. He walks away. He, she slaps him so hard. She calls him that good for nothing, the once proud man, polluted by her words, never to be the same again. The tears became rain, flooding down the avenues, going to places nobody ever sees. I lock your eyes, the flood is out there. Just because he is a man does not make it a non-emergency. This automatic tears make the lyrical engine. Those tears became flooding into the, into stories. With the ears open, up to drive the flood, turn it on, to hope, wrap me up, to never give up hope, cross the finish line for cries for help. And mm-hmm. I'm driving a, uh, I'm driving a, a Ford F-150. Mm-hmm. Wow. That that piece was strong. Um, I, I respect uh, the words that you put together to produce that piece. Um, it, it was definitely strong. Me being a person that have experienced firsthand seeing a loved one, and I've seen not only one loved one but a many a loved ones um, go through uh, abuse. And we have to realize that abuse isn't just physical. Abuse can be mentally. It can be emotional abuse. As a matter of fact, I have been a victim of emotional abuse myself growing up. Um, when you're younger, um, a lot of people um, experience bullying. I have, um, and a lot of kids have, um, have been a recipient of, of being bullied and have bullied others. And we know that this learned behavior comes from probably out of their immediate um, environment in which it usually comes from their households. They usually are being bullied themselves 
So basically it goes back around to hurt people, hurt others, and, and it's like a vicious circle. It's being passed from one person to the next. So when I hear that piece, that's what I hear, a whole bunch of hurt, um, a lot of emotion, because um, when, you, when you're being abused, of course, it's an unwanted type of treatment that you're getting from another person, and it causes you to react and respond and feel a certain way. And sometimes it messes with our own self-esteem. You know, and that's why I say, you know, when we come together, that um, we not only stand together, we can do a lot of other things together. And first, before we're able to do that, we have to have some understanding on all all subjects, everything that involves our communication with one another. So um, with that being said, I love that piece. Um, thank you for, um, you know, just highlighting it and, you know, um, contributing that piece uh, to me. Uh, working your page. I, I enjoy working um, with your page. Enough is enough. And we do need to have pages like that out there because there are some people that's really struggling with that topic. Um, some people feel very shame. And some people are walking around with a lot of suppression on the inside. You can never know what their story is until they open up and share it. So with that page that you have, enough, enough is enough, you provide a platform to those who have been through that. And and they and I feel that they feel comfortable enough to share of themselves, and that's how you um, get to real healing, to be able to get healed, is when you're able to talk about things. But if you're not able to talk about things, what happens is hurt people, hurt others. So what happened? You'll be making victims out of other people subconsciously and not even realize it. And that's all I have to say. Uh, I, I like that you say. What, what do you think about that peace game? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you was deep with it, Auto Mac, man. You know, people definitely needed to hear that, understand where you was coming from. I mean, a lot of this stuff that's going on out here, I mean, it uh, it ignites the fires in our own mind to write these type of pieces and spread messages to uh, those who are listening or even uh, reading our work. So that's why I get from it. But, uh... <coughs> Hey, right now, I mean, it is uh, it's about that time, people. So yeah, uh, we, uh, we're going to be shutting down the show. Uh, Lady Flo did a phenomenal job right there, Auto Mac. You handled your Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Uh, <laughs> I want to make sure y'all check out uh, this Saturday, DSR Presents Afternoon Features with host Softly Spoken. She will be featuring uh, Panther and also Grinds. 5 p.m. Eastern on TalkShoe.com. Make sure y'all come through and check that out. Also, next week, DSR presents uh, Drive Like a Boss, where Auto Mac will be back. He will be, uh, I think that's Born the Right, will be in the building with you, right? Yes, yes, he will. All yes. right, that's the same time, same place on the DSR Fire Inc. 71.3 network, you know? Keep listening, keep tuning in. We will be back this Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and next Thursday. All right. All right. Hey, can you take us up with the song? Drop all song. Nice car. What's the retail on one of those? 
more than you can afford, pal. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.